My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode. And now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Are you giving enough? You know, there are many times that hiring companies ask so many things about the candidate, but tend to forget that they must provide information as well, and also turn the interview into a real conversation. In this episode, Darren explains how to make an interview a two-way conversation between the hiring manager and the candidate. Stay tuned until the end to learn more in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. So let's get into it here, you know, give us, give us kind of a little bit about, let's say, you know, I'm a seller, right? RepView is doing some great work for folks, you know, creating transparency, um, you know, to better inform people before, you know, going to, to work at a, at a company. And so, uh, I know that, you know, based on the stuff that you guys do, you probably have a lot of insights, a lot of data, a lot of information, a lot of tips for the seller that's maybe, you know, looking for their next home. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and to see the vision of our founder and CEO, Ryan Walsh, come to life. Um, but I mean, he's he lived it. He was at a company called Channel Advisor where he was an AE, was there for I think 17 years, which is unheard of in the software world, was CRO when they went public, and then left a couple of years after that. And he just saw this, this the the we talk about this a lot, the imbalance of information flow in interviews. Like most interview processes are are dominated by the company that's that's doing the hiring and the flow of information from company to candidate is 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 not nearly as high it's like think about how many times you're in an interview and at the end the hiring manager goes we've got five minutes left what questions do you have for me and mm-hmm. and the rep either one doesn't know what questions to ask two um uh doesn't even get enough time to ask the questions that they want and they kind of have to feel like they won the job and and don't really get to dig in. It should be a two-way street. It should be like dating in our opinion. So um, yeah, I, I, I don't think reps get that opportunity as much as they want. And we're trying to democratize that information flow so that reps, reps can make good decisions. Yeah. And so give me some, you know, tactical ways that, you know, reps can go into interviews um, to make sure that it is a little bit more of a two-way conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first thing I would get into is if, you know, if you're talking to a hiring manager, you know, the, if I were the rep, the hiring manager is going to ask for three references. If I were a rep, I would say, I, can you help me? You say, what, what would the last three reps who left voluntarily, what would they say about working with you and, and selling with you? That, that'll be throw tall. some people off. <laughs> yeah, it'll throw some hiring managers off because one, I don't think they get asked as much as they should. And two, like, are they going to fluster? Are they going to be transparent? Um, are they even going to go down that road? Are they going to divert? So there's a lot that can come out from asking a question like that. And if they're honest, you're going to get a really good answer and that you're going to figure out if that's somebody you want to work for. So yeah, yeah, that's where I would lead. That's where I would lead. And then I would dig into, and then think about this on the sales side. There's a lot of salespeople that go into a company, the company's crushing their revenue goals. They're growing like crazy, but what you don't hear on the back end is attrition and how many reps um, in a given division are hitting their quarter ver- or hitting their quota versus like, 
um, the overall team hitting quota because that's a much different story than like, hey, I'm go I'm interviewing for a mid market role or an SMB role or an enterprise role, whatever. I want to know how that team is doing because that's going to help be an indicator of my my potential performance if I get there as well. Yeah, especially if it's a you know say it's a newer company that's just trying to crack the code on enterprise, right? Yeah, happens a like, lot, right? Yeah, that's uh, I, so many companies want to pretend that they're enterprise ready when they're not, um, right. or start from enterprise, you know, start into enterprise too early, you know, and you know just because the you know company is hitting their revenue goals doesn't mean that that team is doing as well. Correct, correct. There's a lot of companies that are getting propped up by like their SMB and mid market team as they try to go up market, and they bring on these guinea pigs, if you will, that are enterprise reps. Maybe they're like the first cohort of five reps that they bring on to say, hey, let's go figure this enterprise thing out. And maybe the integrations aren't there that they need. Maybe the um, maybe there's technical debt. Um, maybe they misinterpreted um, how much they need as far as like marketing and demand gen and ABM and all these things that they need to be doing or how slow the sales cycles are. It's like, hey, our CEO went out and sold like three or four deals to these enterprises. We need to go scale this. And it's like, well, where did those three or four come from? Were they like, did the CEO, was he friends with the other companies that, that they sold to? Were they inbound leads? What does the inbound lead flow yeah. look like? Was it an investor company? referral? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was it another portfolio company that, that you that you share an investor with? Like that, that, like we talk about this a lot. The number one thing reps should care about is product market fit. And what we're talking about right now is things that are indicators of whether or not there is product market fit. Yeah. And that's into each segment, right? Just because they have product market fit as a company doesn't mean they're going to do well in the enterprise. Totally. Or reverse, right? Like There's a lot of companies that have started a market and they're like, oh, we need to keep growing. We've tapped out our TAM in the enterprise. We need to go down market. And it's like, whoa, like the pricing doesn't scale down. What is the support going to look like? How how entrenched are competitors in the down market space? Because a lot of them probably started down market. So there's a lot of factors to all that. And you, you, it's really on the rep to do their homework. And if I was a hiring manager, I would appreciate a rep asking these questions because that's the kind of mindset they're going to bring into talking to their prospective customers and their discovery. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.